Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And I just want to thank all those that are just joining us right now together around the world to just talk about our King and what Jesus means to us. I want to talk to you about something personal today. Um, God put this in my spirit the other day, and I've been wanting to make a podcast on it. I was like, okay, Yahweh, you know, sometimes we just have to get real with ourselves or real with your situation or something that might have happened in your life or something that uh, could be right now or it could be a long time ago. But let me go to my notes real quick. And um, this is what Holy Spirit said. And he said to talk to you about it, you know, because sometimes I really wish that we were one on one sometimes. Sometimes I wish it was just me and you in a room and just sitting and talking about the greatness of Yahweh or going into the heavens because people message me all the time about how to get the Hebrew living letter name and how do they go into the different rims or how do they get to walk with God like that. And all this stuff is so easy and difficult at the same time. I don't want to say it's not difficult because the difficult point is the waiting and the patience on Yahweh. And allowing your consciousness to learn how to shift from the natural realm, which you've been living in your whole life, and to realizing that your spirit man is more awakened than your earthly man. Your spirit man is awakened more than your earthly man. And when that happens, you will begin to fully function in the heavenly realm more and more and more and more, all at ease. That that's when it's not difficult. Um, and I hate using the word difficult because they're really not, because it's not of the natural, it's of the supernatural. And it's been brought to you because of Yeshua the Christ. It's given to you by Jesus, it's inside of Jesus, and it's full of Jesus. It's only inside of my King, only inside of my Savior, only inside of my Lord. And you know, I want to encourage you too, to allow Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Christ, to be Lord over your life in everything. Lord over your life in everything, in every aspect of everything, and everything you could imagine, and everything you want to do, and everything you think about wanting to do, and every place you go, every place you don't go, and your total life. And I don't mean as a judgment. You know, a lot of times when we talk about that, well, yes, you know, I want Jesus to tell me don't do this or don't do that, or, you know, I shouldn't feel this way about somebody, or, no, 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 I'm talking about go and bask in his love and his presence. Go bask in the greatness of who he is. Surround yourself with him like a cloak. Just surround yourself with Yeshua like a cloak and wrap him all over you and just bask in his DNA, bask in his presence, bask in his covenant, bask in his blood covenant. And that kind of leads me to what I wanted to share today, which has really been trying to get to this for the last three or four days. Yahweh said, uh, don't let your fumbles in life be decisive. I want you to get this. Don't let your fumbles in life be decisive in your life. Meaning don't let the mistakes along the way, whether major or minor, be decisive. Uh, you know, I was watching a football game the other day, and this gentleman that really does really well had two really pathetic bad plays, but he is an excellent football player. And one of the things he said at the end, he said, they lost the game too, and of course, they were pointing fingers. You know how everyone wants to point fingers when you go through something. Isn't that weird how when we go through something, we want care and love from others 
But a lot of times when you go through something, others really want to point fingers. I don't, or make a judgment as if they know, like God has spoken to them, right? I mean, it's so silly that how the body of Christ does this. But I would encourage you, don't be that one. But anyway, so he had, he, I guess he felt like he had to stand up and say for himself, you know what? Those momentary laps of judgment, those momentary laps of ability, those momentary laps of the missing the ball did not stake a claim on the fullness of who he is in his whole career. And I want to tell you right now that your lack of judgment, your mistakes along the way, your idiosyncrasies, your major problems, your minor problems, they do not tell your whole story. Oh, somebody needs to hear me right now. I'm going to drink some coffee to this one. There's someone right now facing a big decision and it looked like failure. I'm just telling you what I hear about the Spirit of God. And it might even look like defeat. But you know what? That failure or that defeat that you may have to walk through to step into the other side to become the best of you may be the best thing that you ever done. You know what? That no that comes your way sometimes might be the strength, might be the strength to make you the greater person for the future. You know, that thing that, that you've always wanted that just never happened it may be what the calluses of what it was to get you to a higher place and what you need. See, we, we can't just look at everything as, oh, well, you know, I mean, listen, I'm a pastor. I get to counsel people all the time. I get this people share their hearts with me. And so many times, you know, because of my position, they're usually not coming to me and saying, oh, I've had the best day, pastor. Give me your counsel. You know, no, they're like, oh, I boo-booed, right? Or, oh, I did this. Or, oh, someone did that to me. Or, you know, all the silliness of life. The burden they're carrying. And it's like, you know what? Let, that is not going to mark you for eternity. You know you're an eternal being, right? You are already living a lot longer off this planet than you have already on this planet. When you start putting it in perspective, I love it when they discovered that that planet Earth was like, the galaxy was, universe was like 18.3 billion years old and uh, that the Earth was like 4 billion years old. And they showed the time spec of humanity on the Earth and it wouldn't even equate to like a second of time. And it's like, so you've been on heavenlies way longer than that, than your whole life that, will, that you'll have on earth. You have already been in the heavens and you will be in the heavens way longer than that forever for eternity. But we want to make like every decision here, bad, good, ugly, whatever, so powerful that it just messes it up. Now, don't get me wrong. Some decisions have consequences, you know. I mean, if you quit your job, you don't have a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, there are some things that are going to have consequences. But consequences doesn't have to signify who you are. It doesn't have to name who you are. You failing at something. Listen, every great person, I do a study on great people. Um, that's what leaders do. They study others so they can know. Because in every one of them has the story of the failures that got them to their success. I'm about to launch on something that I think will be the best thing ever happened in my life, but it wouldn't happen and I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't walk through the failures of life. So before you poke and prod and look at someone and say, oh, look at them, they messed this up, or look at them, they didn't fit in my box, or look at them, that's not Christian-like, you have no idea the process that worked out in their life. We were never called to be policemen and judges 
And I know people are like, oh, well, you can judge him by the spirit. Well, if you want to judge him by the spirit, then let me tell you something. Go into the heavens and the mercy seat of the blood covenant and judge him to light, life, and love and blood covenant in Yeshua. Go watch how the Father breathes in their incense of who they are. Now, when you see that, you'll start thinking different about humanity. Even the little rascals that you think are little rascals. That's how much the love Yahweh has for us. That's how much love is inside of us. I want you to think about Jesus real quick in John chapter 17, when Jesus tells, he's praying to the father and he said, father, I want you to love them like you love me. Probably one of the most powerful requests that Jesus could have asked on your behalf. The second most powerful request was, father, let the same glory you put on me be upon them. Now, when you think about the glory of Jesus and the love of the Father on Jesus through Yahweh, my God, we could stand on that promise for eternity and become greater than ourselves. Then I love the first part of John chapter 17 when Jesus is saying, I want them to see me in my glory. This one gets me every time. When I was in the old age, I used to automatically think, oh, yeah, you know, Jesus wants to show him that he's the deity sitting on this throne and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. He wanted to show them the potential and the possibility of who and what they are, who and what they came from and how they look in the heavenly realm and can reflect in the earthly realm of the fullest of fullness of the knowledge of Yahweh. Read John chapter 17 and see who you are. You are the glory of the Lamb of God. You are the glory of Yahweh. You are of the Most High God. Don't let your mistakes along the way be what dictates who you are. Even a misjudgment in character, some major mistake, some ignorant thing, Repent to yourself if you need be, allowing the blood covenant of Yeshua that's upon you to wash you white as snow from the pain of the imagination of, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have went that way. Or, Lord, you know, maybe I shouldn't have took that job. Or, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have went over here. Maybe, Lord, maybe I should have listened to you. You know what? We have a lot of Lord maybes throughout our life, but he alone is faithful to say, I can correct all the crooked paths and I'll still get you to your destiny. I remember being in church and people would be preaching, oh, you do this, you do that. You won't reach your destiny. You're going to be off target. My God, did, <laughs> what, what theology? did we get that from? Yahweh is a God of, I want you to forgive them 70 times seven per day. Per day. Now, if Yahweh's telling man to do that, how much do you think he forgives us? He forgives us completely and saying, come unto me, all ye are heavy burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest you're forgiven, you're righteous, you're whole, you're holy. You will never be the same as you come in agreement with the greatness of who you are in Christ Yeshua because you are hewed out of Yahweh himself and you are his delight in Jesus' holy name. I love you so much. This is Sagimabe. You are so beautiful. Shalom.